Apple presents Meet the Musician at the Apple Store. Please welcome this afternoon's guest moderator, Kay Fox. And today's guest, his new album, Foreplay, is the number one R&B album on iTunes. Please welcome Grammy Award-winning songwriter, singer, and producer, The Dream. The Dream is in the building. Ooh. How could I have arranged for a special gold mic like you? It's no fair. Would you like to use my mic? Let's change. <laughs> that was very suggestive. Okay. I like this mic. Thank you. I feel special you're, now. You're welcome. I Congratulations, did. man. Foreplay. Thank you. I Finally out. Finally. How do you feel? Relieved. Because before you had a mixtape out, and I was like, great. He's getting us prepared for the album, which is coming like really soon. Then it was kind of like a delay. Yeah, well, that, that was due to um, people who, uh, it's a, a lot of people don't know how the music business work, and at that particular time, after I released my last studio album, which was Love King, um, L.A. Reid had decided to go to Epic at that time. So it was a long time before we had even a chairman, and even till this day, we still don't have a president, so. Oh, what's going on with that? Have you been considered? Have you, has your name been tossed around? Oh, no, around? I don't want to be a president, no. No? Oh, no. Because you're so knowledgeable. You know, you've been the artist. You know how to arrange things, get people going, mm -mm, mm -mm. Dutch and all that, no? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. All right. No. I've got to say that one of my favorite tracks that you did come out with, I believe it was on the mixtape, was it Dope Chick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't Actually, that, that didn't come out on the, on, on the um, you're talking about 1977, right? Yes. No, that just, um, Dope Chick and Rock actually were just singles I was, I was putting out. Um, and it was more so because I couldn't hold it in. I was like, I'm just going to put it out. That know? got me ready. I was like, you know what? If this is what the feel of the album's going to be like, you I was, was ready? so ready. Yeah. You was ready to go? You was ready yes. to turn up? I was ready to turn up. You I think so. You look like you turned up already. <laughs> Thank you. Is that a good thing? Definitely. You know what? You have a track on your album, Turned Up, uh, Beyonce, oh, Two yeah. Chains. Yeah. Explain Turned Up because when I first heard it, I was like, okay, this is what we're rocking with for the next how many years? I'm over the term Turned Up already. And now your song is called Turned Turnt. Up. Yeah, it's called Turned. But, Turned. Um, but yeah, no, we, we just still felt real nice and ratchet and in the mood. So, You're so we ratchet. decided to keep everybody right there <laughs> so we could take full advantage of the ratchetness that's going on. In the ratchet I'm sure zone. the whole summer is going to be full of ratchet clothing and all of that type of stuff. So we want to be the theme song behind that. You know what? Speaking, it's funny you brought that up. First of all, congratulations on your Grammy. Thank you. I bet you I can guess what you're going to bring up. Let me think. <laughs> you know what I'm about to talk about, right? Of course. Um, Jay-Z was up there. You went up there. He mm -hmm. had on this nice little suit. You know, and he you had a suit and tie on. He had on a suit and tie, and then you were just like, you know what? I don't care. I'm wearing all my chains at the same damn time, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna wear a boys in the hood cap mm -hmm. and a beanie under it and a beanie, just all of it, just all, all the, the ratchetness all at the same that, time. All that ratchetness at the same damn time. Tell me why. Uh, I didn't really think about it. I don't think anybody would have thought about it if Jay didn't say anything. But it's just like, oh, how my could God, he not? Jay Let me see. Said I think something. I have a quote oh here. God. What did Jay say exactly? Let me see from my research here that I did. Go on your research. He said, "I like to thank the SWAT meet for his hat, poking fun at your hat." And then you said that uh, Beyonce wanted some too. Yeah, well, that's probably why I was set up in the first place. It's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, you like his hat? Mm -hmm. oh, okay, cool. When I get up here to stage, you ain't gonna like it no more. Now, in case you guys don't know his resume, let me just run it down real quick because. I didn't even know that you worked with this many people. I mean, some people go hand in hand. I mean, like Jay Holiday, we know that. Uh, Sierra, Mariah Carey, Celine Dion. Yeah. 
What did you do with Celine Dion? It's I don't a, really know record, her resume that well, so. It's a record called Skies of L.A. Um, that I did maybe a four and a half years ago, mm-hmm. I think. Um, it's a pretty, pretty good record, a really big meaning, so it's probably why sometimes we don't hear about those records. I know, but it seems like you're so versatile that you can do anything, work with anybody. Um, I think I saw, did I see Sting on here, or was I? I hope so. Yeah, it was a record I did actually for Nicole um, that featured Sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the name of that record, though, but it was, it, it was a while ago, too, maybe five years ago. Now, you've worked with so many artists. Who would you say that you have the most fun working with besides <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce, of course? <laughs> most fun? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I'm having visions. Visions of? Oh, yeah. It just depends on what night it is. It can be a Rihanna night. What's Rihanna like in the studio? Exactly how she is in real life. Yeah. I mean, you know, Instagram kind of gives you the whole Just thing. raw. We're just buzzing, you know. No holds barred. No. B is, is always delightful because we're kind of the same person. She's a Virgo, I'm a Virgo. So we, we're real perfectionists when it comes to certain things. So um, that's always fun. Jay is always joking about something. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty fun to be able to actually get him back. But, of course, I'm waiting for a stage. I'm going to get him. Really? It's going to be bad. You're going to get him back? I got, for getting, I got him lined up. I'm you? like, oh, my God. <laughs> go back you, 20 years. I was like, oh, you had to expect that, though. No, not at all, actually. You, you were surprised when he said something? Yeah. On stage like, at the Grammys? That was, that was perfectly implanted. The Grammys? Yeah. I don't believe you were surprised. Why not? You think we planned it? Well, you knew you were going to wear that outfit. I did. <laughs> I knew 24 hours I was going to wear that outfit. <laughs> Let's see here. Who else do you have on here? You have um, Jamie Foxx, of course, and yeah. Drake. I think somebody that definitely shocked me on the list was Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. That was actually the most fun I've had in the studio ever. Really? Talk yeah. to me about that. I think it was because we're not trying to really do anything. So it's like somebody trying to... No, seriously. It's like, yo, if I come to your job and you just invite me to your job and you're like, this is what I do. Like, try to host this show and I try to host the show but you're not really expecting anything from me so we're having fun so it was really fun actually to be um in a place where i work and and strive for perfection so much to just be in there like la 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 and do the thing you know what i love about your songwriting is that when you write a song like say for beyonce it sounds like it's coming for her from her own experiences but you're writing this from like a woman's perspective but it's so personal and it's so deep how are you able to kind of like tap into that emotion that we actually feel that you're conveying um that part isn't <clears throat> i don't i don't think it'd be um commensely like this, this, considered just about songwriting i think that's actually just one of my gifts and and blessings that i probably had nothing to do with you know um I'm able to be those people most of the times, whether it's Rihanna and understanding what she's been through and, and Beyonce or getting on records that, I, that I've just done with Jay and understanding what that is or Pusha T and wanting to be from Virginia and, and the, the game. On you know, Exodus, just, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, just do my thing. And, um, and even being Kelly Rowland, you know, for, for a day. So, so it's, that's more of a blessing and, and insight and intuition than it is for me, like just songwriting merely. I'm sure a lot of it comes from your own personal experiences, too. Um, being in love. Definitely. Got to be in love. Then you got to be out of love. How many times would you say that you have ha- had your heart broken, if um, at all? Probably three. Bye. I'm not telling you. 
Don't we want to know who he's had his heart broken by? Don't Nobody wants know? to know that. Why not? There's like three people that say, yeah, but they don't really bother. Okay, well, Nobody if you don't want to admit it, but you've also done some stuff with Christina Milian. Yeah. It just seemed like a whirlwind marriage. You guys got married like two times. I was balling, man. I was out of control. Out of control? Of course, man. You guys. Well, that, was, that was 09? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you the checks that I was you getting. Were, you've been balling. For the first Stop time. It. You've been balling. Oh, no. Not that 2009 ball. It was a whole <laughs> different balling. It's like, woo, I didn't get a black man that much money. I have no idea. The breakup seemed a little bitter at the end. Would you say that you regret I anything? Mm-mm, no, you can't can't live in regrets. No, no, no. All the thing you can do is move forward and understand that human beings are human beings, and um, how somebody handles their frustrations is, it varies from person to person. So for me, it's just you know, it's how she handles herself and how I handle myself, and just Usa. So you wouldn't do anything differently in hindsight. Nope. Within your marriage. Nope. And you guys are okay now, co-parenting? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Don't you get a good vibe from me? I do. I do. But, you know, when I listen to your albums, you make a, a body of work. It tells a story from beginning, middle, and end. And it seems like you go through, like, this emotional torment from, like, being ratchet, being in love, <laughs> breaking up, being bitter and upset. And then being in love again. And then being in love again. Yeah. So a lot That's of life. Your, yeah. For a lot of people. Um, and so what I'm trying to do is capture all of that. And that probably doesn't happen because it's on one album. doesn't happen like in the duration of one album, but it can. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly, you know, I try, to, I try to make sure that I stay transparent to what it is that's going on in, in, in real life to other people. And um, I may have made the most ratchetest, sexiest R&B album out right now, which is kind of partially Let's received. I'd have, to, I'd have to say so. Do you guys have the album? <laughs> If not, you have to download it on not, iTunes. Not the kids. Don't clap, kids. No, not the kids. We're going to keep it PG-13. Because no, yeah. there's some titles yeah. on there. No, that my, my older daughter asked for the album. I was like, no. How old is no, she? No, we're going to make her a special album. She's eight. I got, I'm literally going to record her an album that she thinks is foreplay and change what foreplay is. Like It's like, no, you know, it's like squares. You know, put one square, two square, three, four. It's interesting four that you play. have daughters because I know a lot of men that do have daughters and then they may have been living their life a certain way. Then they have a daughter and it's like... What am I doing? You know, like what yeah, I've I've never I've never been that guy. If if um if Tricky was here, like I was the worst person to want to go out with, um to ever go to that, or kids in here that other club where they do other stuff at, um I was the worst for that because I always felt like I didn't deserve it. So you can never get me. I, I don't care if I just made two thousand dollars. I never understood why am I in the club spending money and I haven't done anything to deserve it. Like, so you could never get me out of the studio. I was there day in, day out, and everybody would look at me like, oh, man, look at the crazy guy that's, mm -hmm. you know, that. In my mind, I was turned up, though. Yeah. I was like. Well, you could bring that to I the was studio. Like, oh, do your thing, man. Do it. Woo. You could bring that to the studio, and though. And then 2009 came in. Crazy. The marriage and everything, huh? <laughs> so, what advice would you have for your daughters? Because it's going to come a time when they get older and I'm not start scared. dating. What do you yeah. say? What do you say? How do you they prepare do them thing, for? Man. You can't prepare nobody for life. It is what it is. You know, um, 
I'm quite sure my parents did the best that they could trying to prepare me, but it, there still were no answers for preparing me for me losing my mom at 15 or mm. then losing my grandfather at, at 19 and having to live a different life than my peers, you know, and actually if my rent wasn't paid, there wasn't a house to go back to. It was, it was, a, it was a real situation. So me dealing with that being, I think even 20, having to be that much of an adult, um, was different from my friends who, you know, still at home, like at 25, 26, like, you know, what's up? Let's go out. I'm yeah. like, I can't really go out because they put a notice on my door. An eviction notice. <laughs> yeah. I've been there before, too. Yeah. Where so did you grow no, up? Where were born and raised? Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. Go ahead. Clap for that. Come on here. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. Wonderful place. Now, you came up to Hot 97, and I kind of eavesdropped in on the interview, and your, your name, Nash, goes far back, like, to some sort of history that I didn't even know of. Yeah, well, definitely. Oh, uh, you heard me break down the slave trade? I heard trade. you break it down. Yeah, um, well, what, whatever, I can't remember off the top of my head the name of what we were before my ancestors got here, but I knew sometime around the 1850s, 1860s, we were sold as slaves um, into New York, actually, and then transported down to South Carolina, where we were then sold again to this guy whose last name was Nash, and he was from Sparta, Georgia, and that's basically where my family kind of resided for, mm -hmm. you know, so long, so... Um, yeah, I know a little something about myself. So you had, would you say, humble beginnings? Like, oh yeah, we no, what we had was switches. Y'all probably don't know this is before the era of when kids can call and tell on you. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. What no. do you mean switches? What do you mean? Yeah, you know, you go out to the tree and grab your switch, and your grandfather make you remember what you did for yeah, the I rest had of your life. Belts or whatever. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Fingers. Oh, it didn't matter. Whatever they could throw, mm -hmm. hit you with, just whatever. So would you say that being from someplace like Georgia, having humble beginnings, makes you who you are? Because some people might perceive you as being confident or egotistical. Yeah, well, definitely. That's what they probably would get out of it. But mm -hmm. it's more so of when you do something wrong enough, you should know exactly what you need to do right. Like, I've already failed so many times. Like, I've How have been you failed? Well, I've been doing music since I was in the third grade. So... I've been playing trumpet since then. So musically, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, if I'm not supposed to have confidence, mm -hmm. you know, in what it is that I'm doing, and I've been doing it since third grade, then what am I supposed to have? Am I supposed to have doubt? Mm -hmm. You know, I can't be 35 years old, <laughs> made $40 million, and then doubt myself. Like, that How about you say that again? 35, 40 million? Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound egotistical? No, like, it's no, like, no. you know, it's, you man, it took, it, I took a lot of tax money and didn't pay taxes for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. I don't advise y'all to do that, but I did it. It wasn't that much money back then, though. It was like, no, oh, you owe us like $800. They're locking people up now. No, they, they don't lock you up for a certain amount. They was like, oh, we good. Yeah. And did you think that Lauren was going to go to jail for what she yeah. did? You thought so. They got Wesley. They're going to get everybody. <sighs> I know, but Lauren has six kids and. She just seems so righteous. Man, they about their money, man. Y'all quit messing with the government. I don't play with them. I get it in, put it right to the side. Mm -hmm. Have it. Mm -mm. Mm. Don't play with the government. Now talk to me about... Nobody got time for that. No, Ain't nobody got time <laughs> for that. Now when I listen to your music, I hear a lot of Prince, e Michael, influence. R. Kelly. All of it. Your music does not have like one specific sound. It, it's like a plethora or a jambalaya of everything mixed together. Right. So 
moving forward, I mean, we're talking about this album now, but if you had a chance to work with, you've worked with so many people, your resume is extensive, but who, who's that one person that you would like, I need this person in the studio? Um, well, I've said it a, a couple times this week, and that would be Chris from Coldplay and probably um, Prince himself. Prince himself. Yeah. Has he ever reached out to you? Because No, he doesn't need to reach out for me. I mean, Prince is... I'm sure he's a, fan, he's a fan of music, though. He like. probably is, I'm sure, but he's not reaching out to me. It's like, you know, I've tried to find him on several occasions and went to a couple of shows and stuff, but... How know. do you try and find Prince? How do you do that? I mean, it's the music business. It's not that big. Mm -hmm. Come on. You're in the studio, you're, you're like, yo, I got to go find Prince. Where's yeah. he at? Throw my purple jacket, look for him. You know, like, where he at? <laughs> like, let's turn up. Now, uh, Chris from Coldplay, isn't that Jay-Z's boy? So that should yeah. be pretty yeah. easy to do. Yeah, though. me and Gwyneth are pretty, pretty cool. So that should work out. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Yeah, Gwyneth, that's... Um, yeah, no, they, they know. What, they, you they know? know. Yeah. They may I, not know. I don't yeah, know. I got in trouble for defending her last year, so they know. Defending her for the N-word? Yeah, yeah, I remember. We, we, did we, were we were turned up. You know what? Definitely. Just to give you a background on that story, <laughs> was it N-words in Paris? Yeah. And she tweeted it. She actually tweeted... Yeah, she did. ...the actual word. Yeah. And... It seems like when white people hang out with black people mm -hmm. that are in the music business, it kind of mm -hmm. gives them the green pass to say the N-word. That was a little kind of line thing, though, because, you know, she would never say that in person, of course. Unfortunately, we named the song that. So it's like kind of like a trick. It's like, ah, you said it. Like, no, you named it that. So <laughs> I really get to say it. Like, so it's okay with you? If she says it about a song, yeah, it's the title of the song. You can't, so you can't walk up to me like, what's up? Like, what? <laughs> I'm not going to so jail. So when you say turned up, you mean like you inebriated, getting tipsy, Tipsy? What's that? No, we go right past that. We already... <laughs> tipsy is what you wake up at because of the liquor the night before. Like, so we wake up there. We're already there. This is life. We're grown people. Like, we need liquor to survive. Mm -hmm. And kids do. It's like water. <laughs> I'm going to take that. That's a quotable. We need liquor to survive. Oh, my God. You know, it's interesting. I know some people that don't drink. You know, you're, you're out. You're at a social environment. I don't know those people. Really? Yeah. Do you yeah. trust those people that don't No, drink? I don't. I think something's wrong with them. Because it's like you're getting tipsy or past tipsy, as you call it. And then it's yeah. like, well, don't judge me. What you doing? Yeah, and they just look at you like, and they still have on their workout stuff. Like, they have on <laughs> Nike stuff. And they're like, with their iPods. Like, now, this you want to run? Kids. Like, no, I can barely walk around. Like, okay. I love it. <laughs> the dream, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And now, I think my questions were pretty easy, but it seems like this audience got some loaded questions for you guys, and we're going to open it up for the Q&A yeah, right no now. I such thing as a loaded question for me. It's a loaded question. Bring you, it on. You handle it in stride. I like it. What's up, dream? What's up, player? Big fan of yours. Appreciate it. Thanks for the music. Uh, quick question. Um, the Nicki album, are we ever going to get it? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Oh, you're going to definitely get that Nicki album unless something happens to me. God, please don't do it. Um, but no, I actually was just talking about Nicki, and I wanted to make sure um, those of you that don't know who Nicki is, Nicki is this um, actual real person. Um, and a, a song I made from my first album, Love, Hate. And she's become this little cultural thing that everybody acts about. And so um, I've been actually in talks with a couple movie people and creating her whole existence of what it is and why actually I go up and down a lot. Because Was that inspired I'm, by Darling Nikki from Prince or no, just no, no, something no, no, no. separate? No, this is a whole nother. This is a real Nicole that is inspired by. 
Yeah. So you go get it. You're going to need that money. Uh, Uh-oh, he's smiling. He already <laughs> up to something. I'm just so happy. No. Are you tipsy? No, I'm just Maybe kidding. Maybe a little. Are you past tipsy? Past tipsy. I woke up tipsy. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I know you talk about how you like to, uh, or you're, you're able to be another person, like if you want to be Beyonce or Rihanna or someone, but I'm interested in about how you actually go about writing the music. I know you can get in that okay. zone to be someone, but I'm really interested in how you actually write and if there's any process at all or just you just go in. Oh, man. Yeah, I think, I think most of the times I'm considered um, a, a, a rapper when it comes to that because if I, if I hear a track or if I, even if I started or on the way over here in the car, I got in the car and I started thinking about um, the old records from the 90s, um, the Luke records and the up-tempo records from in Atlanta, what we had was Freaknik. And, and I was thinking maybe that's our um, up-tempo thing for our genre, which, you know, of course... Um, the music now with the with the techno sounds and everything and so immediately I recorded a song in my phone you know and that's that could be a day you know of how it works and it's like three minutes but the idea of whatever it is I'm going to write is going to be there and then I go into the studio um, if there isn't a track made however um, I will have to actually start a track probably on the piano just depending on what key I'm in and, and what sound and what emotion I'm trying to get to um, and I never I make sure that a song and its um, its structure never takes more than about thirty minutes because if it takes more than thirty minutes, it's probably not natural and it's probably not going to be good. Hello. What's up, Boo? <laughs> My name is Joanna. Um, I would like to know what was your inspiration for this album and how is it different from your past albums? Okay. Freedom was my inspiration for this album. Freedom, ratchetness. Summertime was coming because most of these records um, actually got, I would say probably eight or nine of them have gotten made in the last four or five months. And so I've been, I've deemed this the ratchet era ever since we made the N-word in Paris song. I was like, oh, if these guys way up here are saying this, this is the definitely we're in a ratchet era and I'm going to help everybody get over it because I'm going to create an R&B album that, that actually says that. So it was about freedom and just about being an adult and not putting myself in a box and actually knowing that I was going to get um, blamed for saying certain things that I probably shouldn't be saying as an R&B artist. But okay, next question. Hey, what's up, Dream? What's up? Uh, I've been a big fan of your music for a long time and I wanted to know what the inspiration was for... So, like... So, in Umbrella, right, there's the A, A, right. A... In Shorty's of Ten, there's that, eh. Where did that style <laughs> come from? Man, that's like, I, I went down to the swap meeting, got that, actually. <laughs> no, um, but it kind of feels like that in, in a parallel universe. What happens is, is when you first get Pro Tools, um, depending on what things you could download, always think about karma. So certain things you could download that create um, delays and um, um, just just shiny stuff on vocals whether it's if i say umbrella and i end, end with that then of course you repeat it because you, it sounds like an echo like but depending on which echo default thing that you have in your computer which was probably the cheapest one for me because you know at the brother pays with my tax money for an apple computer you pretty much can't put anything in it so I was just getting in the habit of creating this thing where I was repeating myself. So it just became repetitive because I just love echoes and I just love how they are. 
And um, so that Ella, 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 AAA thing just, as deep as it seems like it is, it's really not. It's just literally me just repeating something and then being dumb at the end. Like, yeah. I used to call that the dumb part that everybody's like, oh, I definitely can sing that. Like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I got it. Good. So, yeah. Hey, anytime I hear a great song, I just got to listen to it over and over again. Yes, ma'am. I was wondering, what was the last song that got stuck in your head that you just couldn't stop listening to? That I couldn't stop listening to? Yeah. You know what? There's a new song, actually, that I can't stop listening to. Uh, 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 what's the one? I can't think of the girls. Um, I don't care. Oh, yeah. I, I love, love it. <laughs> I don't. Oh, my God. That's so great. Because I know they're definitely over tipsy. Like, they're on a whole other thing that I probably don't do, but they're great. Yeah. So that's stuck in my head. I woke up this morning like, I pushed my car into a bridge. Yeah, love it. I started dancing, but it wasn't good. So I stopped immediately. Dream, what's up, man? What's up, man? First of all, you fresh right now. <laughs> all right. Secondly, Appreciate it. Um, I wanted to know how could an upcoming artist like myself get in the studio with you? How could you get in the studio with me? Yeah, um, what, what, what I got to do? Well, there are certain people, if you could find them, I'm not going to point at them right now. They're like, don't you do it. Don't you better not do it. Because I do it to them all the time. Um, of course, I'm at Def Jam as an executive vice president, not president. We're not doing that. That's too far. Um, and so my number and everything is there. I think it's more so the thing that I want from people is the same thing I expected for myself. I didn't want anybody to discover me before it was time. I wanted to make sure that if I was her, it was because I deserved to be her and that you couldn't resist hearing about me. So even once I got to the point of writing Umbrella, it was they were looking for me. Like I never moved out of the studio. I never stopped crap. I never stopped honing in on my craft. I just kept moving until everybody so gently and eloquently decided to ask, who is this little nice dream guy from Atlanta? And then... You know, that, and that, that's the way I want it to come to me. Like, I don't, want to, um, I don't want to be in a place where I don't demand the same to another person or a producer or a songwriter. I don't know if you rap or whatever it is. You rap? You what? You rap and you write? Yeah, I want it to be, because I'm around, I'm around these people, man, that are very, very great at what they do. And, and um, it's a world now where everybody's doing music everybody's doing it and the only way we can actually lift it up a level is we have to fight we have to fight to be heard and be heard not in a way because i see you somewhere and i'm saying okay let me hear you i want to i want to actually be walking and doing something else and hear about this guy and say so you heard about this guy he say he's seen you actually at the apple store and he asked you how he got on and then i feel like oh, okay he heard something that i said and actually reacted to it so but i'm here though if you got something great, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, I'm not hard to find. Hey, Dream, I uh, love the new album, and thanks for doing this. Oh, um, thank you, brother. <laughs> no, of course. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question about your process. Okay. Um, the, the, the song Cry and the videos on YouTube mm -hmm. and how you made that one and the, 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 the two songs off Put It Down and My Love off mm -hmm. Love Versus Money, it seems like a, the writing process, is it always that easy for you? Is the, are those atypical examples? or <laughs> it, it probably wasn't always that easy, but um, it becomes like a... It's easier to, I guess, to see that in somebody like... Um, I take, for instance, LeBron James because he's been on tape for so long doing it. Like, you can watch his kind of evolution of himself and watch him literally. If you go to a game, 
um, before they start, you know who's practicing hard and you know who's not. You know, um, fortunately, I have a chance to see and have had chances to see all of most of the great guys that are out now. And LeBron is shooting that three-pointer like forever. He just keeps shooting it over and over and over again. But you never see it if you just watch the game on TV. But he's shooting it. I'm there before the game starts. And eventually it just begins to be repetitive, you know, repetitive, you know, what it is he's doing. So my process is the same thing. I've been doing it so long that I've corrected what not to do automatically. I know what not to talk about. Like, don't if, if I'm writing dirty laundry for, art, for, for, um, for Kelly Rowland, I know how to write it to to have a conversation with somebody. And I know how to, you know, corral. So. It's not even a thought almost, and it actually takes me back to even um, explain it because I am definitely genuinely blessed that I, that I can do that. But it's definitely, it definitely has a lot to do with my ethic, I think. Yeah. Yeah, what is your favorite song of mine? My favorite song of yours? Uh-huh. Uh, probably Wake Me When It's Over. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I'm talk- that's a real fan right there. That's what I'm talking about, man. Now go drink some. Get over tipsy. Get over. Get over. Uh, are you looking to get back in the studio with Mimi at any point? With uh, Mariah? Yes. Of course. Uh, we actually did something earlier this year, but you know she had the American Idol thing, and of course I was, I was under her skin a lot. Like, yo, man, like, I don't know. All my friends doing all these shows and stuff. Y'all not doing music like I want y'all to, but. Um, yeah, we're supposed to actually finish up maybe in the next couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, every all of my friends, by the way, that, that I write with, that I love so much, they can't wait for my album to come out and be out and be done so they can call me and say, yo, my turn, let's go. So, yeah, she's definitely like, yeah, come on, bring it on. Amazing. It's actually one of my best albums and best collaborative efforts with her, the Memoirs album, like, she, I, I think I did exactly what she asked me for. She asked me for an R&B album. I don't think her fans knew she was going to make an R&B album, but that's what she asked me for, and I think we made a great, a great record. I'm going to uh, go ahead and give a round of applause for yourselves. Did you guys learn something today about the dream, learn something new about the dream today? All right, everybody, one more time. Give it up for the dream.